Amiak Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created for, to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about techies. We're chatting about hardworking engineers, technicians, electricians, and other artisans that stands ready to deliver outstanding service to you. If you have IT problems or electrical issues, you need a techie to come to your rescue. I'm, I'm honored to be joined by Andre Hoffman, the founder and CEO of MyTechie. Andre, welcome. Thank you, Yako. Good morning and good morning to your listeners. So uh, we always start the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Andre Hoffman, born in Itequini, Zulu boy. Uh, 40 years in the telecoms industry. Now decided to do my own thing. Basically, I'm a telecoms engineer. But uh, decided at some point that uh, the jobs in the corporate world were not for me. They threw me out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we started my techie. It's, a, it's something that I've been thinking about for quite a while. Really, it's, uh, it's about uh, creating opportunities. And, you know, people have got skills. And South Africa is blessed with a, a very young population. And that young population can, can and does have skills. So what we're do, doing is we're making that visible. MyTechie is our channel for people to not necessarily get jobs, but to create jobs, create opportunities to become their own employer, self-employed, or, or if they want to get jobs, that's also great. So my background is um, telecoms, been a techie most of my life, did a bit of time in the South African Institute of Electrical Engineers, I worked for Telcom, worked for Broadband Infraco, worked for Link Africa, worked overseas, and now we're uh, making a difference. Hashtag MAD, make a difference, or if you're in government, make a decision. Okay, here we go. Uh, that's a, that's quite a nice intro. So so let's jump straight into it. So what does MyTechie do? Yako, that's a good question. We do. We're a little bit like a catalyst. You've got a company called Catalytic. Ah. We're a catalyst as well. You remember when you went to school, Yako? You put uh, the, the 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 teacher put some chemicals in a in a beaker, and then nothing happened. He put two chemicals, and then nothing happened. But he dropped a little thing in there called a catalyst, and something then reacted. So that's what we think we do. We we solve a problem. We solve a problem for both buyers and sellers of technical skills. Today, you see a lot of people standing on the side of the road with B degrees and no work. You see companies looking for uh, skills, but they can't find them. Why? There's something wrong systemically. So we looked at this problem a little differently, and we take, we, we're a technician as a service or techie as a service. You've heard of as a service. You get platform as a service, software as a service. So we're now creating the opportunity for people to take the skills, and we all have skills over a, a career of 10, 15, 20, 30 years. You, you accumulate a lot of experience and skills. You never lose that. You might have lost your job. You might have been retrenched or dismissed or whatever reason, but that skill goes with you. All you might now need is, is a tool set a bucky, a ladder, whatever it is that you can do, and we can monetize that. And we do it a little differently. We create opportunity for people, and not necessarily individuals. We look at, we look at people and say, Yako, you've got this set of skills. This person that's one or two blocks away from you has got this set of skills. Between the two of you, we can actually create an opportunity that you can monetize as a team. Team up. Okay. One of the things I learned uh, very quickly in the last year, because we've had a pandemic year, we've had a, a year of enormous difficulty. Um, a lot of electricians, for example, very good hand skills, wonderful. Op they know how to use ladders. They know how to use drills. They know how to use uh, all those hand tools. They've got great skills. Give them um, 
pair them up with a router technician and you've got an amazing team that, that can monetize. And we've got great projects for those kinds of teams. And sometimes people come to me and say, Andre, I can't find work. I say, well, what is your skill set? And we match them up with someone else and suddenly they're a viable, they, they become viable because we're creating the opportunity for people to work together, teaming up. Okay, and then how do you, um, so if I've got those skills and I come to you, how do I, how do I end up monetizing that thing? We are a B2B function currently. Okay. So we have a number of anchor tenants and we look at what they need as a specification. So one of our big clients is MT and Supersonic. Another one is QCon for VSAT. Um, we're b- busy doing a lot of uh, work now for the Centex uh, set-top box rollout. Okay. So what does that skill set require? We look at that, and then we look at what you have, and then we uh, put you into a geographical group, and we then see how we can match you up. And that's where we find individuals. A, a person will come to me at entry level and say, I've got a fiber certificate. I've done some training with uh, Triple Play or with Resolution Circle, and I've done this little course. Fantastic. You've you, you obviously got an aptitude for technical stuff, but you don't have the bucky. You don't have the tools. You don't have the experience. Let's pair you up. Let's bring you alongside. Because ele- uh, everyone needs a, someone to hold the toolbox. Everyone, you, you, you've got to hold a ladder. You can't work alone. Yes. And we incentivize that. So you, you get involved, you work together in your communities. We are like the village technician as well. So it's the, the, the community is taking ownership for the technical uh, things that are happening. One of the payoff lines we tell our uh, service providers is we give you the edge because we live there. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's super cool. So, um, and then Andre, why did you start the business? I started the business because I could see we, we face a conundrum globally, I think it is. There's this jobless growth situation. People have got skills. They can't find work. When I was doing my time as an office bearer at the South African Institute of Electrical Engineers, I came across so many young students with B degrees and said to me, Andre, we can't find work. And that was a very sad thing. So we, I said, let's do things a little differently. Let's create a marketplace, just like you can go to Amazon or you can go to Take a Lot and you can buy uh, sm- smartphones, you can buy things, you can buy furniture. In my marketplace, you can buy skills. I can I can find you a router technician that speaks Corsa, that can wire a plug and lives in Bazana. I can probably find you three of them. And if that's what you need. So you can mix and match your skill or we could put, pull a team together for you to deal with a problem in a remote place. We're living in a very distributed world. Yeah. If you think about it, the the world has changed from central control to a more distributed control. The Internet, as you know, is, is, is a distributed network. The blockchains are a very distributed network. And now we have a distributed workforce that you can tap into anytime you want. And I think I think um, uh, with all of these uh, lockdowns and let's call it I, I call it COVID midlife is what I refer it to, where everybody's uh, moving sort of I almost want to say back back out into the regions or to the seaside or whatever. Um, the the customer base has also become more distributed. It's not it's not necessarily concentrated in Joburg and Cape Town. Correct. People are working from home. They're studying from home, and uh, the office and the home is a is a is a grey environment. It's blurred. Mm. People don't necessarily come into a particular zone anymore. 
uh, people have to uh, they create the office from home. So the tech is there with them. People like yourself in your business, you understand cloud computing, the, the, the energy, the, the intelligence sits in the cloud. But at the edge, you still need to have a box. You still need to have an interface. And generally what is what happens with service providers is they have this wonderful rollout of fiber to the home or fixed wireless broadband to the home. You end up with this lovely Wi-Fi router somewhere in your house. But your office is, is down the passage. Your daughter's bedroom where she's studying uh, at university is, is somewhere else. And how do you spread that broadband? IoT is coming. There is so much tech coming towards the tsunami of tech that's coming towards the edge, and people need that interpreted and understood. So that distributed nature leaves us with the opportunity to have a tier one skill in that community ready to mobilize at, um, at, and also give them an opportunity to, to earn a living as a white-label technician. And not necessarily today. They're working for red, tomorrow for blue, the next day for yellow, or the other day for green. It doesn't matter. They have the technical skill. So uh, there's so much that you touched on now that's uh, it's actually quite fascinating to me. So where I live, there's a, there's a telegram group about tech in, in the state where we live. And, uh, I mean, on a daily hourly basis almost there's all of these um, edge problems like what you talk about now and you can just see the frus- frustration in people's lives where this tech is just such a it's a it's a gray area and a black hole almost like to me you know and in um, and I, th- I think there's definitely a gap for that so um, on that note who are your typical customers so like I said originally we're B2B so we have a few anchor tenants the first customer that put their hand up to 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 take a chance on my techie was supersonic Okay, that's part fantastic. of the Indian group, and they've launched a new product called Air Fiber, which is a little bit different. It's it's got nothing to do with fiber actually. It's a fixed wireless broadband service, a little bit uh, like a DSTV installation. So we were trained, and we are now training others. And the nice thing about it is they use the same application as we do, the Centricity application, and the work is tasked to us. So that that gives us a nice uh, a nice anchor tenant. The problem we've had though is last year there was a global semiconductor shortage, and there was no equipment. So the whole of last year we were almost treading water waiting oh, for this, this year is not that much different this is year it? is not that much different <laughs> but there is a little bit of kit in town uh, we do uh, VSAT work for uh, QCon we do work for MPU communications land cabling structured networks uh, and now we've got quite a nice uh, bite at uh, the Centec rollout of set-top boxes for the digital TV migration and those installations are also pretty simple so what we try to do for technicians is give them what we call opportunity density you might be a fiber technician or a a transmission technician or an electrical artisan opportunity density means we can take your skill add more arrows to your quiver give you more opportunity Uh, so we look at two things we look at what the uh, skill a technician has and we look at what skills the market needs and we we say to you yucca there's two two additional micro courses you could do that would give you a great amount of opportunity would you like to do them um, and then help you get earn more money up for you. There's, there's so much around this conversation that I absolutely love because, I mean, one of the reasons why we're doing Boost is we fundamentally believe that SMEs will drive the economy. I uh, We know, and I think like you said earlier, globally, the the days of having these mega corporations with, uh, you know, hundreds of uh, work or thousands of workforce technicians or stuff like that, that's over. And um, and what you have done is, is, is created, created this platform where you give you were you giving people throughout uh, the country an opportunity to to apply their skills and, and get that opportunity i just absolutely love it so f- training and upskilling uh, forms a, a big part of your um, offering or your activities 
Yeah, absolutely. We ourselves don't do the training, but we are affiliated with the the accredited training providers, the universities, um, the different training plans. They've got uh, serious accreditation. We quality is not negotiable. We we look at that as part of the DNA of our organisation. So if you're a, a quality training provider, we ask you to make your courses available. Uh, we don't get involved in the financial transaction. Quite a few of the uh, training companies do offer some of the delivering candidates free training. So we do an assessment, a gap assessment, and say this is what you have got, this is what you need, this is what you could do if you got this, micro courses. It's not about going to university for three to five years and coming out of it uh, 250,000 rand in debt and uh, can't find work. It's about... uh, Agility and about finding the ability to, to, to monetize your, your skill very quickly. And that's what we believe we can do. So we, we, we match up the training providers with the, the technicians. Obviously, we give them, in the, in the case of Air Fiber, for example, there's uh, vendor training, which is free online. And then we do physical checks. So uh, we, we use the, the Ronald Reagan method. We trust you, but we need to verify. So we'll have a look at what, what skills you have got and what you've been trained at. We do a little test. We check. And it's a bit of a meritocracy. The nice thing about our app is that it's evidence-based. So if you can do a Fibus Plus, let's see it. Let's see the result. If you can do a configuration of a router, you'll do it. You'll show the evidence. There's no way to sneak around it. Your, your, your results speak for themselves. Every job you do is almost like the interview for your next job because it's a meritocracy. You get rated. You're very proud of that, that uh, history of that job that you did because it represents you. And that's why the technicians that do well in this in this environment have got a, a, a great pedigree, and you can see it. It's so that's almost like um, like can I say it? Checking ratings of a driver on Uber as an example. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same. So clients will, I'll come to your house, I'll do an installation, and and um, then afterwards on the app you're asked to rate and make a comment. And and it's been interesting to see how nice that. the comments are and about how technicians who really are proud of what they're doing they 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 do understand they. They're passionate about what they do, and it comes through in their work. Those that are a little bit slack and take chances, they have to take photographs. They have to take photographs of the installation before and after. And then then I'll look at that photograph and I'll say, really? Is that the way you terminate the cable? Is that the way you run the cable in the house? Oh, no, no, sorry, I'll do it again. <laughs> so, so, so from that perspective, as, a, as an end customer, I almost have, um, I almost want to say peace of mind that I know there's, there's protection for me. I'm not going to um, get, get stuck into a technical mud pit where I just battle with somebody that's come and done a bad insulation for me. There's there's almost like a sense of security that I get by by utilizing the platform. Yeah, absolutely. If the job is not done to the satisfaction of the client and the client, the the technician will go back and sort it out. Or they'll find themselves uh, yellow-carded, possibly (laughs) red-carded. And, and I mean that's the way the world works. I just I just love that because I mean uh, then uh, it's almost like I'm having my own business, and I need to make sure that I step up to the plate in order to in order to get more customers. Exactly. That's why we call them tech entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs and they're technical, and we're giving them some soft skills: how to sell, how to do a little quote, how to. Rep- You're not working for uh, an employer anymore. You are your own employer. And uh, make a difference in your own life. And if you decide for today, look, uh, my my daughter's uh, got ballet, or my son's playing soccer. I'm going to go and do that. That's your your benefit because you can. It's a lifestyle choice. You can get your work life balance right. But no, when I work Saturday, Sunday, I want to push it and, and do a few installs. I'll finish at seven tonight. You can do that. 
and, and I mean that's all indications. That's the way the world's going. In, sure. um, t- uh, uh, more to, in, instead of just working for for a salary and trading your time, is to go into a, an outcomes based scenario where you get paid for the work that you complete. I just I just love this concept. So, um, Andre, what's the criteria to join the platform? If if I'm now listening to this and I'm a uh, let's say, well, let's go to my frame of reference. If I'm now a young aspiring techie in George, uh, what's the criteria to join the platform? They got techies in George. That's good. Oh. <laughs> I, I think there's a lot of people going there. Must be retired people. No, no. We we obviously we we look at you at, at three things. One, what do you are you passionate about tech? Is tech your your bent in life? Uh, do you enjoy it? And obviously, you can make money out of it. And uh, you could have as a matric or even less. It doesn't really matter. We have a, we, we have what we call an oil refinery process. You'll jump through about 22 hoops, which are basic like FICA, KYC, banking details, who are you, what are your background. What's 22. The, yeah, it okay. sounds like a lot. But oh. even things like tool checks, um, certification checks, uh, we, we need to know who you are. We can't send you into someone's house and we have no clue who you are. Um, we've seen the problems that Uber has faced. So we can take you from entry level and we can uh, allow you to percolate up through the refinery to become if you if ultimately you want to become a specialist if you want to or you can become uh, from an intern right the way through to a, a really uh, expert in your field. Now there, in technically there's a lot of options for you electrical, renewable energy, telecoms, wireless, microwave, fiber, uh, software, security, router, it, it, there's so many different avenues and you'll find your, your niche but uh, and, and I always tell the young people don't don't make your decisions about specialization initially try a few things get the experience especially if you can get it in the field and then you'll go back and become a better manager leader uh, network operator whatever it is you want to be so the criteria is fairly simple or a tech entrepreneur like you tech entrepreneur right. so the like options are, are there for you to get a job or to to build your own job to become that tech entrepreneur and stay in the percolate in the in the pool we've got technicians that are working out in Katu out in the deep side of uh, the Northern Cape yeah. who are uh, good telecoms technicians. But, for example, this particular individual had no clue about VSAT. We put them on a course, an online course, for half a day. They bought a, a SAT meter, and within a week they were doing satellite installations perfectly well. That's amazing. Um, we've got. To, I've got a, a young lady electrician, Red Seal certified electrician, retrenched from the uh, uh, municipality of Tswane during the COVID epidemic. Yeah. We had her trained on fiber and, t- and telecoms. She's our, one of our best technicians in Mamalodi. Really showing the guys what to do, because it's not about it's about attitude, it's about aptitude, it's about your 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 passion, and then you can take what you have and we we mold it and and create it to something even better. Now this individual is 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 earning money where she would have not had a job. So so on that note, then so uh, and I mean I just love this. So you just uh, the, uh, the the structured framework that you uh, created in order to enable success is just uh, is amazing to me. So if I'm now uh, if I'm now this lady in Mamalodi that got retrenched, how, how do I how do I get access to to my ticket? How do I? Uh the starting point is our website, and there's a call to action there. 
where you can either email um, or you can push a button that says I'm interested, I get a message and then I follow that up with a request for information, get the contact details, review the CVs, um, go through those 22 hoops eventually over time, start assigning them to, to teams, get them trained up for the specific installations and then get going. So the, the, the entry level generally is the website. We have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter feed. Uh, we, we, we are flying a little bit below the radar because we haven't had a lot of media exposure and we're not yet in the consumer environment. That's, uh, that's another phase for us. So the easiest way in is via the website, push the button, a little message will come through and that gets followed up or they could send us an email techie at mytechiesa.co.za and then we follow up with that. Okay. So that's the one side of the platform. And then you spoke now about the B2B business to business. So at this point in time, uh, if I'm, if I'm sitting at my, house in George and I need I've got some other IT problem there I can't as a consumer access the service yet it's got to be via some form of business but as you say as a phase two that's sort of what you what you're looking at yes definitely going to look at the consumer model we have a lot of competition in this let's call it yellow page app space we're not the only game in town and there are consumer apps to find a plumber to find an electrician and yes. that sort of thing okay. uh, so we will get there but uh, we decided rather we did not want to build uh, uh, the Titanic in day one <laughs> We build a chassis And uh, we will adapt it It's an agile platform And we'll clip on the, the bells and whistles As we go along We definitely see the consumer market As a good target to get to it Must but, be. No. but if I've got a base load uh, income from my anchor tenants, I can then use that to 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 really make it look slick, and the technicians are getting uh, reasonable work from the main service providers. They can also tap into the consumer market, who, like you say, they sit and they haven't. They've got smart technology. They want a uh, security camera system, or their their gate motor doesn't work, or the electric fence is broken, or even their appliances. Uh, we'll get to that. We've done a few. Uh, for friends and family who who need assistance, and there's quite a lot of tech coming. For example, in the um, managed energy space, we're working with uh, mm. CBR, and there's smart energy controllers that you can buy off the shelf at the builders' warehouses and these kinds of places. And we we're getting the opportunity to cr- to to go to a home and say, "Would you like me to assist you manage your energy?" And uh, they can put controllers that they can control on their phones, uh, their geysers, their, oh, so their much air conditioners, sure. and, so, and so that. Kind Kind of tech gets a bit mystifying for certain people, yes. so we can we can demystify it, and and they love it. So it all it all links back to routers, to internet, to smart tech, and and that's that's the next phase. But for me, at the moment, I need to get the use case working in the in the B two B space. Agreed, agreed. Um, so so let's talk about that. Then, um, what would you say are the typical or the biggest hurdles that you face on a, on a daily basis uh, in the business? Do you, do you find that? Uh, Corporate South Africa is a bit slow to support or... Yeah, initially that was my problem. When I started in 2019, corporate South Africa just didn't take me seriously at all. I thought I could knock on the doors of my colleagues in the industry and they would uh, say, yes, sure, let's try you out. But there's... I mean, they all have the, they all have the problem <laughs> that you're busy solving, you yeah. know, because, I mean, it's yeah. very, very difficult to re- retain retain or, or yes. grow talent. I mm, mean... It's true. But it's they, they already have channels. They already have contractors. They already have a base. And they haven't yet understood the fact that there is this open, more open model, distributed model 
to, to tap into. Um, we started uh, cracking that nut, and it's taken a while. But uh, I think if we can demonstrate through the anchor tenants that we have that have given us the opportunity, like Supersonic, uh, QCon, Centec, uh, and others, we will be able to demonstrate to the reds and blues and yellows. And we're in an advanced stage of um, um, negotiations with some of those those entities for rather sizable contracts through our uh, network. So that's that's been the one challenge uh, to be taken seriously. The other challenge, obviously, is on the supply side. I'm not so sure that the the, the education we're giving our technicians is it, it, that sometimes it's the thinking skills and the ability to 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 logically solve a problem. They they tend to be uh, and following instructions. We have a lot of frustrations with that sometimes. The the nice thing about the app is it's uh, very deterministic. Step one, step two, step three. Okay. Uh, but you'll find a lot of people will take chances and they'll fly by the seat of their pants and they'll do the work and oh, do I need to put it on the app? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's thinking skills. Uh, but because it's a meritocracy, they quickly get into alignment. I've seen a great improvement in the first work that some, one technician gets uh, from the one that happens subsequently. So the other challenge is a systemic one. Uh, the technicians who look for jobs don't necessarily have the wherewithal to actually uh, operate uh, as standalone self uh, uh, you know, uh, contractors because they don't have buckies, they don't have smartphones, they don't have PPE, they don't necessarily have the tools. So those little systemic things, the, the additional stuff that they need to monetize the skill that they have can be a challenge. We're trying to assist them with um, with partners who maybe can give them a little bit of working capital, help them, with, uh, and that's where the teaming up helps. Electrician who has a bucky and a ladder but doesn't understand how to configure a router works with a router guy or a fiber guy, and they've got a viable team. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Um, so, and again, you, you know, I, I speak about it a lot. Um, I think uh, as, as a business in South Africa, there's often a lot of almost like lip service where everybody knows we've got to support SMEs, we've got to support entrepreneurship, da 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 da. But to take that and then make it real, um, there's, there's sometimes a, la- a, a lag or a, or a gap. Fair amount of latency. 100%. <laughs> um, and, and, um, and I think, and I think, uh, maybe, maybe conversations like this will hopefully maybe prod people along to say, um, let me, let me take a chance. I don't really have anything to lose. And, and I mean, like I say, you know, when you look at it on, on, on paper, you literally solving the problem that every, every business has uh, or, uh, or any technical business has. So it's almost, it's almost like a non, uh, a no brainer, but how do you get it? How do you get it going? Okay. Um, Andre, and then my last question, um, I always like like us to make it real. Um, so, if I'm now one of these business customers that you typically would li- would like to to provide service to, where do I start? Yeah, basically the same entry point. The website is there. My LinkedIn uh, page is there. The, we we uh, we are well represented in the industry forums like the Digital Council Africa, where we um, meet with uh, the. The service provider group, generally, uh, after spending 40 years in an industry like this, you get you get fairly known. It's a small small world, so the starting point is to is to make contact with me, and quite a few of them have. Okay, uh, and we're we're doing the dance about what we can do and what we can't do. We are a willing buyer, willing seller marketplace. We don't dictate pricing. We do recommend, though. I have had. 
engagements with clients who, who, who I feel are unreasonable in terms of the rates that they are prepared to offer our technicians, and I've even walked away and declined work. I do want to fight for the small guy because our commercial model is a bit different. The, for every one rand that you as a service provider pay through to my techie to a technician, we're taking 15 cents. That's known and, and that's it. The other 85 cents is going to the technician on the ground. We have to survive on that 15 cents per rand. And that's one of the key differentiators from other contractor models where it, it's quite a bit different and the technician ends up with the short end of the stick. So we look at it, uh, we, we believe ethically, and we try to uh, uh, recommend that a reasonable price is paid. I've had situations where, where service providers said they want st- people to be on standby 24-7 to react, and they're not prepared to pay any kind of standby allowance. or And it, it's, it just seems unfair. So yeah. we, we try to to mitigate for that um, but we are reasonable so the the way in is um, make contact with me uh, we have a small client base so it's not that difficult um, and then also we are in the, in the line of the normal tender process you can't normally do these kinds of deals with these big entities without going through a tender process which is fine not a problem we have we have uh, I have a strong partnership with a BE level one company and we uh, we also in a consortium agreement with another rather large BE level one company and through those channels we are able to to knock on doors and make a difference what, what would be what is the pity in a way is that National government and local government hasn't really cottoned on to this opportunity to to help the people with service delivery and to help uh, young black entrepreneurs really make a difference. So in the case of Supersonic, we have empowered currently, and it's it's at early days, because although the project started in May last year, went into hiatus with the semiconductor shortage, it started uh, in earnest in January this year. We have about seven SMME entities or eight Maybe 10 SMME entities that are making money across Gauteng currently, uh, good money. And, uh, and I can demonstrate that and show that to them. These are the names. These are the companies. These are what they are. And this is how they are, are making a difference. And, and like I said, 85% of that money is going directly to the technician on the ground. We give them support, ecosystemic support, mentorship, yeah. continued professional development. Uh, we're working as a team, as a federation. This one needs cable. This one needs this. How do we get it? We're negotiating good prices with our supply chain. So tools, very important that they have good quality tools, very important that they have good quality materials. So we're trying to negotiate them to get those good quality things, good quality smartphones. You need a smartphone to, to operate in this yes, environment. 100%. And a lot of the guys have got cheap and nasty things, and the, the app itself needs a fairly robust, uh, um, a lot of memory yeah. to operate. But that's your ticket to the game. Correct. So these are the kinds of things that uh, we're helping them negotiate. Well, even there, I mean, if you're a smartphone vendor, there's an opportunity to, to play your corporate citizen's part. Which is um, what I told MTN. You're giving us work. Why don't you sell us some good packages? <laughs> you actually reminded me now of one lo- – I said one last question, but there is one more um, – uh, f- uh, f- from a geographic perspective, what's the area that uh, you can service? The whole of South Africa, nationally, from Messina to Sol- Soldana Bay, from M- Mafeking to uh, Nelspruit, and everywhere in between. Uh, we're also ch- uh, Namibia is chomping at the bit to take a piece of this. Nigeria, many of the countries in Africa love this construct, and they, and I said to them, wait until we have the use case working properly. But in South Africa, we've got over a thousand technicians. Well, about eight hundred registered, but a pipeline of another. 
another thousand coming through. I've got over 300 SMME entities across the country in the ICT and renewable energy space, welders, fitters and turners. Uh, and uh, whereas they wouldn't be able to knock on a door of an MTN or a telecom or a DFA and get work, uh, through a, a federation like this, we can help them. And uh, so we have national for, and growing daily, growing daily. Every day, uh, my HR work starts at sort of midnight and goes through to 2 in the morning, reading CVs. I must have read, I don't know how many yeah, thousand CVs. Sadly, the way people write CVs is not that great. But uh, if you really look at this, I look at a CV differently now. I look at a CV and I say, what? can I monetize from this? How can I, this individual turn this skill into something that earns and puts food on their table? And I look at it like that. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's national and growing. Okay. Andre, fantastic. I mean, it's so, to me, it's so inspiring and, and it speaks to, I mean, this is a glaring example of, of what I think what we need, uh, in South Africa in order to, to create the, the workforce and, uh, enablement of the, of the future. I think uh, it's a glaring example. And I think there's so many opportunities that, that, comes out of this, uh, you know, like you said now, I mean, if, if I was a, a head school master and I, and I listened to this high school headmaster, um, you know, maybe that's a way to start already to to provide a channel for the kids leaving school to to come into into some form of structure where they can where they can be entrepreneurial, make sure they have all of, all of the relevant soft skills from a corporate South Africa perspective. Um, yeah, I think we've got to wake up and, and start playing the game. Yeah, absolutely. The, the 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 education that we're getting is is fine. It's giving people a certain amount of skill, but to turn that into, we can't just expect to get jobs anymore. The whole construct of getting a job, and working until you go on pension, and going on pension. Uh, not, no. It's not a realistic option these days So you've got to be able to hustle And I know that necessarily not everyone is cut out to be an entrepreneur So there's opportunities for you to be either a techpreneur, entrepreneur Or to be the assistant and, and work in a job with someone else Or get a job So there's many ways to skin this cat We will get a few of them and we'll make a difference Okay, fantastic Andre, thank you very much Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website, and for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. Uh, if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za.